Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hi. Happy New Year. Yay. I feel like it's still 2018. Like I it's know. just dragging on. Yeah, I'm still not out of this like, oh, we did the holidays for two weeks and I don't know what day it is. And do I go to work? Like I was like very yeah. confused. Do I eat well now? I don't know. Yeah, do I care? Maybe. What am I doing? Um, we're, yeah, what am I doing? Great question. I mean, Great. always. We're doing a little uh, Golden Glove, a little GG's mini. We, we did it last year. Yeah. Gotta say, not as pumped. Last oh. year, Oprah left me on that high. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this year we had Jeff Bridges who was just relaxed and fine. I'm not inspired. I was Although, inspired. Carol Burnett was I was there, just so going to say, I was like, maybe, well, let's back this up because I was But everyone straight I was with crying. was like not that excited about it. Carol Burnett? And then one person was like, comedy doesn't always hold up. And I was like, wow, I'm just going to be quiet and silently cry when as Carol she, Burnett speaks. Totally. And when she comes down that stairwell with the curtain rod, that's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen ever. Like, it's great. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. And... Uh, my favorite thing, it just because we're talking about women in comedy. Yeah, Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph stole the whole show, and they were on stage for two minutes. Totally. Really quick though, that actually relates to what I'm fangirling over because I feel like I haven't. I need to fangirl over this because I started watching Forever mm-hmm. like straight up two minutes after we recorded the binges, and then I watched it all in a day. Not even. I like paced myself basically. It is one of my favorite things that I watched in 2018, and I'm kind of sad that it won't be able to make the 2019 binges unless they do another season, but, like, holy crap. I haven't watched it, and you said you watched it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it on my flight home. Mm-hmm. Like, my flight back to LA, I'm so excited. It said I didn't download it when I was in the air. It was too late for me. So rude. But I did. This is what I'm fangirling over. I did watch Haunting of Hill House, and I loved it. I mean, well, look at us just catching up, <laughs> catching we up did on television. What we say we were gonna yeah, do. I just the only bad thing about Forever is that I feel like if you are married, maybe if you're not, but if you were married in particular, it kind of fucked me up for a week, and I was a little oh. bit like, oh no. Um, but also, it's great and super funny and so subtle and small, which is not really what Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph together are known for. Right. And so it's this very like delicate intricate show that then all of a sudden I'm there's like a couple things where I'm just laughing uproariously highly recommend friend of the podcast Jason recommended it to us first and we were like maybe yeah huge vote of confidence (laughs) though definitely so but Haunting of Hill House strong recommend strong recommend I thought the ending was a little lame it was kind of like not a super happy ending but like I guess happy ending right um, but also, it took me halfway through to realize the guy who plays the young dad is Elliot from E.T., and it made me love it even more. It Elliot was, from E.T. was in Better Things. You would also know this if you've if watched Better Things. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with what I've seen, so it didn't affect me. <laughs> I know, but I feel like I'm always pushing Better Things on you. You are. Um, the more you push, the less I will watch. I know. I get that. I know that um, now. But I really loved it. The only thing I didn't like was I think modern-day horror always – Uses a lot of blues and greens, hmm, and it's like a certain tone. Interesting. But I just don't like visually that much. Is it the blue or the green? It's or kind the of both. a twilighty thing. Like it's overcast, overcast blues. Like it looks cloudy all the time. It's like horror freaks I, and geeks. I'm sure there's a reason behind it. Yeah. Another thing I'm fangirling over. I'm watching Eli Roth's History of Horror on mm, AMC. Interesting. And I'm almost through it, but it's like I I just like 
watching slasher movies and stuff, I don't think about the context or the reason why they make them. And yeah. when I when I hear it, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> That's this so social smart. commentary I didn't think about with this zombie movie. <laughs> I am blown away. You just flipped your hair in a way that was super funny while you were doing that. Like, <laughs> oh, whoa. cool. But I love it. Great. It was a good show. Yeah, I uh, there's some other things that I watch that I will be likely fangirling over in subsequent Same. episodes, but I didn't watch as much as I wanted to over the holidays, and which is weird because I didn't do anything really. I just like kind of did family stuff. Yeah, and I didn't even watch a bunch of screeners. I mean, so then getting into the Gigi's, I, I was like, oh, half watched Roma, and I feel bad. I just I was not in the <laughs> mood to watch it, and my uh-huh. parents wanted to watch it. Yeah, so I was like on my phone half the movie because I just. He's running in the mood. You have to be in the mood to watch that movie, and yeah. I was not there. I don't even know if I'm still there. I kind of want to see it in the theater, so I'm forced to watch it. Gotcha. Because the parts I paid attention to were very good. Uh-huh. I just wasn't in the mood. Almost texted you this last night, though. Alfonso Cuaron is doing The Witches. <gasps> Roll doll. What? The witches. It's like in – I went – because during the Gigi's, let's segue now, um, I looked him up because I was like, I know he directed a Harry Potter, which he did. He directed the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And so then I'm like d- deep down his IMDb page and I click on upcoming and I gasp aloud and I like start texting and I was like, no, this is just easier for me to tell you in person. But I was like, oh my gosh. I am so – is it going to be a Netflix movie? I don't know. I want it so bad. I know. I have no idea when it's coming. It just says upcoming. It's not in pre-production or post or anything like that. But he's attached and I'm on board. What a gift. What a gift that so we didn't know. So you enjoyed the Golden Globes. Yes. So I – as we've talked about before, we get them twice. Did you do what I did? Because I texted you ahead of time. I was like, hey. No, I watched like all day. I watched from 4 to 8.30. So I recorded the five because we get them live because it would be dumb if we got them on delay because they're two minutes from our house. And then I recorded the five and then started it at seven so I could, you know, fast forward. So I feel Mm -hmm. like I probably caught up. I don't know. It was, you know, it was pretty quick. I thought Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh did a great job. In a way that I didn't anticipate. Here's I thought it was going to be garbage. <laughs> I didn't think it went so well. I thought their jokes were pretty funny, especially when they're more like one-liners in yes. between hosts. Uh-huh. But their monologue was off, and I don't really think it's their fault. They really had a lot of trouble in that space. The yes. sound was weird. The sound was and weird. Like, Always with the Golden Globes, people never sit down and yeah. they're still talking. Like, you could just hear a lot of fluff in the back. And I was like, this isn't landing because people aren't paying attention. And then when they did, Sandra Oh decided to get serious and someone laughed because, I don't know, they were just, like, uncomfortable or didn't get it. Yes. That so was... it seemed a little awkward. Well, my only note is that she relied very heavily on the teleprompter because that's just not her medium, right? Like, she's not used to, like... Have you seen Princess Diaries, though? <laughs> She is so funny. No, she's very funny, but I'm saying then that kind of like looking around, riffing, like obviously Andy uh-huh. Samberg's very good in that context. Um, but I thought it was very funny. Um, oh, and then when they like did this whole – right after that entire monologue, they introduced Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper in the craziest way. Mm-hmm. I died. I was like, <laughs> oh, the jokes are going to be this dark? Yeah. Because what was it? It was like – he discovered Allie. She discovered him in the garage. <laughs> yeah. It was Whoa, real I tough. loved that. <laughs> real tricky. Um, so I thought, you know, overall, the show was good. They're never amazing, I don't think. Like, no, no award show is ever Tina like. Fey, Amy Poehler years. I did say that to Eric. I was like, well, those were pretty great. But it's just like, 
they're long. They always have to be. They're some of. I always fast forward through the HFPA Hollywood Foreign Press woman because I'm always like, I don't care. Like, there's definitely for some reason you do. There's definitely people that I'm just like, all right, all right, like. Let's move it along. Yeah, I definitely felt like they were being a little biased on who got more speaking time mm-hmm. after winning. Also, Maybe. I just need to say it, neither Bohemian Rhapsody or Green Book should win, and they're not going to win Oscars. So, ooh. Uh, you just and if got... Green Book wins an Oscar, there is a problem with America. Do you tell us? There's... Do you tell us? Still is. Why? 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 Because it's... Have you been following the Green Book stuff? No. Okay, well, there's a lot to it that I don't want to get into. Okay. But, like, people are douchebags. Like, Mahershala didn't know the family was still around to, like, talk to and stuff. Like, oh. he was told they weren't. Or, or he was told the guy died and, like, the family didn't want to talk to them, and oh. which is, like, a lie. And there's just, like, a lot. And he didn't really, like... He was just kind of trapped in this movie. Uh, it's just like interesting it's a movie for white people. Interesting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but and like, a... but you have Black Klansmen, and you have if the Beale Street movie. Like, right. These are movies that are much better and more important. But also, Linda Cardellini looked great. That's true. <laughs> I was like, oh, and Bohemian Rhapsody's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Like, I think Rami Malek sure win mm-hmm. for like playing Freddie Mercury. Like, right. it's fine. But they're also like not really getting into the gay stuff. Yeah. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. Yeah, I have heard mi- very mixed things about Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I think people, like, like it in terms of, like, oh, it's kind of, like, cool like to f- see Queen come to life it like this. It was, like, a fun watch, but even when I was watching it, I knew things were false about the movie. And I don't know that much about Queen. I right. had to read about it later. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this isn't right. This isn't right. It was a little strange just in terms of, like, who won. I don't know. It was, like, a weird mix of people. Well, I knew, unfortunately— that Lady Gaga would not have a chance after I saw The Favorite. I was like, Olivia Coleman is winning the Oscar. Right. Sorry, Lady Gaga. But I wasn't, I mean, it's split into two different categories, so I wasn't ready for Glenn Close, but very happy for Glenn Close. She was great. And I felt, I loved her. I like Glenn Close a lot. I just thought it was, you know, and oh, man, uh, Mrs. Maisel hitting these cycles real tight. Like, I was just like, oh man, this is, they're already nominated for season two. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Because, just their, like, their release time, perfect. Um, I, you know, again, I love Alex Bornstein. I kind of wish that she won, but mm-hmm. fine, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it was, like, a weird mix of people. One thing that I think people haven't talked enough about in sort of all of this, um, you know, diversification and div- all of that stuff, like, going on in Hollywood, there were a lot of older winners. And That's I think true. a lot of the time we talk about – you know, we don't talk enough about about like what happens to older women in Hollywood or older men in Hollywood, and it's just like there was a lot of sort of age representation in the winners. Maybe not as much, you know, sort of. I mean, you know, a decent amount of like gender representation, but also you know ethnic, you know, racial, all of that kind of stuff. But I was just like, oh yeah, we got some like older winners that maybe we wouldn't normally have gotten. Yeah, which I thought was kind of interesting. Some British shows they kept winning. I don't know. I think you are. I was like, Hugh Grant, where'd you come from? I had no idea that that was a thing. (laughs) I know, but I mean, Rob Stark uh, in The Bodyguard, I'm like, well, it's been on my list. It's only six episodes, so it's definitely going to happen for sure. Um, We talked a little bit about it with Carol Burnett, but it was just like, I loved it. I thought she was great. I thought she was very classy, Mm -hmm. very well-spoken, very well put together, and Jeff Bridges was, like, exactly what you wanted Jeff Bridges to be. And he kind of, like, wrapped it up well at the end. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I kind of zoned out, but I think that's just what his voice does. <laughs> yeah. That's not 
neither. It's not our fault. I know. It just happens. I got really far down a rabbit hole of Lloyd Bridges' IMDb page. Did you know Bo Bridges has like over 200 acting credits? Wow. It's that, those uh, Bridges We need to boys. talk about how Versace won limited series over Sharp Objects. Was shocked. Were you? Yeah. I mean, I remember that you called it. You know, sort of, you were like, well, we'll see what happens at the Golden Globes because Sharp Objects. I knew Darren Chris would win. Yeah, but I did too. Very surprised. I mean, I. Maybe just because they got like the time so right. Maybe. Like it feels very early 90s. Yeah. I don't know. I did, I definitely, I did not want Penelope Cruz to win because I was like, you're not in it nope. enough. Like this, you're, you're barely, you're barely in it. Also, Billy Porter for Pose was very mad he lost. Was he? But he was on my best dress list, so. So good segue. Who was on your best dress list? Well, Billy Porter because he wore a cape that had pink underneath it. That's fun. Like on top of a suit. Mm-hmm. It was too much, but just right at the same time. Okay. My favorite was Sir Ronan. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Because I really liked the way it, it I don't know, was it beading? The I think way so. it moved was beautiful. Okay. Same with Lapitas. Mm-hmm. The movement was beautiful. I also loved Regina King. Yeah. She always brings it. Julia Roberts pulling off pants. Yeah. Um, Lady Gaga looking like a Cinderella. How'd you feel about the blue? Loved it. It was a little Loved patchy that I didn't like. Mm. Like I felt like the execution of it was a little off. Or, or like part of her blonde was like almost yellow. And so it was just not done as well as it could have been but i liked the concept of it the only look i was like gasping over surprisingly wasn't even at the golden globes it was an after party mm-hmm. from uh, rowan blanchard the girl meets world oh, actress okay. but she all of a sudden got a pixie cut <laughs> oh. and has and more like a short pink poofy thing mm-hmm. it's amazing that's interesting I was very into the color blocking there were a couple of people that i really was into um charlie's theron just looked like mm-hmm. a freaking like doll i don't know always always she looked amazing kaylee cuoco very controversial because i don't really like kaylee cuoco (laughs) but i really was into her dress and it was like it like maybe velvet on top it had pockets but it still looked great i don't know i was very into it same with sandra oh i liked her Mm. second look i liked both i liked the white the white with the gold yes Mm -hmm. that was the one i liked the best the red was really nice Mm -hmm. there was almost too much deep wide v it was like everyone got that note. Like yeah. there were like I could count fifteen people that basically wore that same dress. Um, but I thought that Kristen Bell did it the best. She yes. always kind of glows at these. Yeah, a lot of highlighter. Yeah, and then finally, yeah, um, Janelle Monet. I was like, is she literally glowing? Like her skin, her skin, her dress, her the denim on it was like specifically like a two thousand three J Lo. Like I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. That's amazing. Also really love Felicity Huffman. Who knew? Came out of nowhere. My two favorite things to wrap this up aren't even tied. I mean, one of them is kind of tied with the Globes. Mm-hmm. One of them just happened during the Globes. Okay. So you were fast-forwarding commercials. Yes. So I think you missed out on a lot. Uh, probably. Because they were dropping trailers. Ooh. And one that made me scream, they dropped the trailer for Fosse. With Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams. What? It looks amazing. Really? It's going to be on FX this year. I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm going to need to go yes, and just, like, you have, Google I'll it. send it to you. Okay, perfect. And the second thing, so Lady Gaga posted something that was, like, pre-Golden Globes, and it was a, like, a to-go burger and a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. And I was like, wow. 
this is yeah. my, my mm-hmm. hero. We're soulmates. The night, last night, the night after, she posted a photo or her fiance posted a photo that was like her in bed with her trophy and a box of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> you are my favorite person. Yeah. This is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was great. Sugar. You also sent me, though, that hot goss about Chrissy Metz dropping dropping some shade on Allison Brie on a hot mic. Yeah, supposedly she called her such a bitch. Uh But then during the awards, she tweeted that she would never say something like that. But if it was caught on a hot mic, I don't know. I haven't seen video or audio footage, so who's who's to say? Who's to say? I kind of hope it's true. I mean, it's kind of fun. fun. Yeah, you need a little bit of, like, drama. What makes it crazier is she had to present the award for that Alison Brie was nominated. Yes, I know. So, um, Every time I see Sterling K. Brown, like, IRL, I wonder to myself if he's too much. And then I quickly askew, like, move that thought out of my brain because I don't want to think that he's too much. Because in any— I love oh, him so much. Yeah, but in any awards, like, whatever, he's so amped up that I would be like, could you only take small doses of him? I don't know. I feel like that would be me on the red carpet. Like, uh, so much oh, yeah. energy just, like, dancing in the background. Totally. And then up at a camera, like, what? What? Like, totally chill, nervous. I know. I just, uh, someday, I'm I'm very confident that someday I will go to the Golden Globes and I will be the biggest loser. Like, it'll just be <laughs> so, I will just embarrass, I will just be an embarrassment. I'll be an internet meme. It'll be great. That's the goal. That's the goal, to just be an internet meme. Because, like, my husband's won an award or whatever, and it'll just be, I'll be a mess. Mm -hmm. I'll be Chrissy Teigen at the Oscars, like, two years ago. That'll be me. (laughs) Except I won't be Chrissy Teigen. I'll be some rando. I'll be like, cut to this lady. Oh, well. I mean, that's a good goal to have. I think so. Yeah. It's achievable, I feel. Mine's always Vanity Fair Oscar party, which I think is a little harder, but Mm, we'll see. We can get there. We can do it. It's next month, so (laughs) I'll keep you updated. We'll work on it right now. Yeah, the Oscars are late this year. Golden Globes early, Oscars late. Mm-hmm. So it fell. It, we have a lot of time. I feel like we have a couple weeks even until the nominations come out. Yeah. Or maybe it's next week. i got to look it up. Overall, GGs were okay. Yeah. Not, not, not as good as last year. Not as good as last Still year. Still fun. Fun. Not terrible. I thought Andy Sandberg and Sandro did a good job. They kind of st- stayed out of the way. Maybe too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed maybe a little bit more, but... All in all, good. I was hoping for one sketch because the Lonely Island produced yeah, it. Right. But final no. note, I miss an immemorium. That's I for the Oscars, no- right? I but that doesn't get TV in there. That's that what was I'm the Emmys. But that was the Emmys. Okay. So it's like maybe they're like, oh, we don't need to do both. But I like an immemorium. I you like feel to like, cry in the middle. Yeah. I like it to feel, you know, important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, well, we haven't decided yet if we're going to do another mini or if we're going to jump into our next topic. Yeah. But we know what it is. Do we want to say? Maybe not. Because then if we do another mini, what I mean, are we, we have mentioned it in the past. So if you're paying attention, you know. Oh, okay. All right. Ooh, little Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> Keep listening. Um, so, yeah, we're pumped to be back. It feels like it's been a very long time since yeah, we recorded. I'm very out of practice. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm like, what's happening? I'm sweating in this room, though, so... Things are right on track for 2019. (laughs) So until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye.